0: Hello and welcome to the Wing Travel podcast with me, James Hammond. Personally, I have been to 50 countries. I've met so many people on my travels that I want to bring one this podcast and get their story on record. I have plenty of tips and stories to share with you as well. Are you a backpacker or a traveller or gap year student or simply someone who loves to travel? Then this is the podcast for you. Throughout the weeks and months, you'll get many guests and solo episodes where I try to cover all range of subjects within travel. This is a casual and informative travel podcast to inspire you to travel in the future. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Thanks for listening and supporting this and I'll see you soon. Cheers, James. Hey, yeah, just a quick one. I just want to say there are many ways to support this podcast. You can buy me a coffee and help support the podcast with $5 or you can go to my merch store with the affiliate link with TeePublic where there's plenty of merch available to buy such as t-shirts, jumpers, hoodies and also some children's clothing. Thirdly, which is free, you can also rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, or Good Pods. Also, you can find me on social media on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Simply just search for Winging It Travel Podcasts, and you'll find me displaying all my social media content for traveling podcasts and other stuff. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to this latest instalment of the Grease series the Winging It Travel podcast. I'm going to wrap up this series by telling you of my trip to ancient Corinth, Naphtlion and finally Athens before flying home to London. So following from the last episode, relief in the morning when I woke up and I made my way to the ferry, the port area in Kassos um, about 7.30am and I saw a few guys hanging around the tourist office that I got my ticket printed off at and I asked him, is it on? They went, yes, it's on. Relief. So I got on the ferry and there's about six of us on there. And I think what helped me was that one of the people on there was a kid who was going to school. So she had to get to school on that Monday. And we made our way across the water to Carpathos, which was a bit of a choppy journey for an hour and a quarter, I think, maybe an hour and a half in the end. Anyway, made it there. Relief. I'm in Carpathos. Just need to get to the airport and get to Athens. First of all, went for brekkie at Lambrinios and said goodbye to the locals a nice greek omelette an espresso and an orange juice later i was happy then i got a taxi with my mate george on car to the airport which is 25 euros and a flight to athens which took an hour straight to my car rental place which is record go which i booked through my affiliate link with discovery cars which you can access in the show notes below And they are based in Karopi, which is one stop further from when you start Athens on the metro. So you start Athens, next stop, Karopi. It's a town there, and they have a shuttle at the airport. So I got to the airport, met the guy at the shuttle. He drove me to their base, and they gave me a Fiat 500. I know beggars can't be choosers, but it was hybrid, so at least that was something on the petrol. And my mission was to drive to ancient Corinth which was about an hour journey along the main road. It's actually one, just one road from there all the way. So I did that, took an hour and a bit, and I went through three tolls. And I think I probably forked out around nine euros, for that. so that's a do-bear that in mind on Greek roads. You cannot avoid the toll. I'm going to give you one bit of advice. They don't describe each lane in any language. Head for the one that's coloured blue. You'll see like this kind of design of a person tapping, if you like. And that just indicate that you can pay cash, card, or whatever. One time, I went in a line which was the E line, the E gate line, and that's basically the number plates that are registered online, and they pay put just online through their card. And the gate wasn't open for me, and I had to reverse back, and it's like three or four cars behind me. So you imagine that one down, one lane. They were waiting for me to go. It didn't open. I was like, oh my god, what am I going to do? I had to reverse back out. So, bit of a mission there, but got there in the end. Got to ancient Corinth, and my plan for that day was, after a long journey of boat, flight, driving, I was going to check into my hotel called Pegasus Rooms. It got an upgrade because it's the low season, and they have an alternative accommodation down the road. Gave me a room at the hotel, came with breakfast, I booked that with breakfast, and I kind of just walked around the square in ancient Corinth, which is really nice. Got some like local restaurants there, and it's right next to the ancient apollo grounds the ancient archaeological site of corinth I was pretty tired that day so i went to a local restaurant called the groom's tavern and i met the waitress there called evie and i also spoke to the owner who was doing the cooking behind and they're great I spoke english showed me some of the menu i had a fantastic americano there that's brilliant and some fried veg for late lunch i actually went back in the evening to go and try some of the heroes that they have and that was huge i'm talking like a a huge plate of chicken heroes chips yogurt uh, pita bread salad i couldn't finish it it was too much but classic classic greek food and then after much tiredness i got to sleep in a very comfortable bed in pegasus rooms what a room that is and what an accommodation if i can give you one recommendation in Ancient Corinth, go and stay at the Pegasus Rooms. Fantastic. The guy there was called George. Spoke really good English, gave me some good advice. And also gave me an upgrade. So cheers, George. Next day, which was a Tuesday, I popped upstairs for breakfast. Huge breakfast. Oh, it's ridiculous. They give you fruit, eggs, sweet cakes, bread, coffee, orange juice, Greek, yoghurt, the whole lot. I actually made my way to the ancient archaeological grounds, you know, next door. And they closed. Closed on a Tuesday. No one actually told me this. I didn't even check Google, didn't think to. But just a bit of advice, if you're going to go to Ancient Corinth and check out the grounds, they don't open on Tuesday, period. So plan B was I got in the car and I drove up to Acro Corinth, which is on top of the hill, it overlooks the whole area. And I drove to the parking lot and went into the site, which is free, unbelievable. And you can walk along the grounds, continue right up to the top of the highest point. And I did that on a very, very windy day. And at the top, of sensational views of Napleon and the surrounding areas. If it wasn't so windy, I would have stayed up there way longer. A bit of a mission to get up there, a lot of walking, but the wind was just a little bit too much. But I stayed up there as long as I could. The views of the coast and the modern the town was sensational. You can look as far as the eye could see, 360 degrees each way. Sensational views, it's a must do. Um, if you haven't got a car, I would probably guess that you would walk up there which could take about an hour you can walk up there some people are doing that um the hotel actually recommended a taxi it's definitely an option as well but try and get in a car or take a nice little hike up there but when you get a hike up there you have you know, to go into the grounds and hike with more up so just bear that in mind after that a lot of walking smashing in my twelve thousand steps so i went to a local cafe called pinacote cafe which serves pastries right next to pegasus rooms where the road is and I had an unbelievably great, but quite strong tasting coffee. And I bought some of their chocolates that she makes. Um, she owns the cafe. She does all the bakery stuff in there. And I had one was biscuit, and one was just chocolate with a bit of cream in the middle. Unbelievable, unbelievable. So cheap as well. And then I was pretty knackered, kind of late evening. So I went to the local grooms tavern for lunch of Savlaki after my coffee. And then in the evening, I went to try a new restaurant called Adli which had some awesome shrimp and fries uh, but I was super done in at the end of the day got some sleep in next morning was ancient Corinth day so I went in after my breakfast went into the ancient site and saw the ancient site of Apollo the temple of Apollo quite well known, Apollo is quite well known by all people with Greek mythology and I think it was an absolute bargain at 4 euros to go and walk around this amazing historic area I could spend hours there. I spent roughly about two hours and I walk around the grounds. They've got little plaques to describe what the area is. It's definitely worth doing. And it's a crisp, clear, mild, slash, sunny day. And I quickly whipped around there, saw the museum, and then had to check out of Pegasus. Um, but I would highly recommend the archaeological site of Apollo. Got some great photos from that. I'm real super pleased with that. Don't open on Tuesdays, just bear that in mind. Huge car park there as well. So, if you're driving from maybe Corinth, the modern town, if you get there early, they open at 8 30, you can park your car up uh, right close to it. And if you can't do that, you can just park near the old town and walk through the square where I was staying in Pegasus Rooms. Checked out, of course, I went to Grooms to go and see my mates, had a few coffees there to say goodbye, had some stickers out, and made my way for an hour drive to Nafplion. Which is the old historical capital city of Greece Very historic And what's going to see that And another bit of advice here Go on a non-toll road It takes an extra 15 minutes But you don't pay any toll fees Amazing drive No one on the road Got the music up loud on the, in the car Started singing on some banging tunes Arrived and absolutely loved Napoleon Instantly Parked the car Checked in the hotel Got straight out walking the streets of the old town You have to go to the old town you can walk along the boardwalk, along the coast. You can walk around the windy streets, in and amongst the town. And you can also walk up to the castle. I had lunch at Kentrikon And more on that on my coffee podcast. So check that out in a few weeks. I went for the classic Kiana scrambled egg meal. Absolutely brilliant. And it came with like olives, cheese, bread, orange juice, coffee, more bread. It was just a ridiculous amount of food for 11 euros. Highly recommend it. After that, I walked around the town a bit more, took loads of photos. Great day by the sea. Some amazing views along the coast. And then I made my way up to the castle for sunset. It's called the Akronaplaya Castle. I think I pronounced that right. You can walk up there. It takes 20 minutes. Not a bad walk. And when you get to the top there, sensational views of the town and the local area. 360 degrees. And I went out to a little lookout point to see and watch the sunset go down. I've got a video of the sunset clear day can't wait to look back at that again speed it up and put it on video and to finish the day off i went to the only chinese restaurant in town and needed a break from greek food this is called Dao chinese and they're pretty good prawn crackers sweet and sour chicken egg fried rice the whole lot big portions bear that in mind next day was a bit of an admin day in terms of getting back but in the morning got up early for breakfast at the hotel And I went for one last walk in the old town because I love walking along the boardwalk, along the water. Got some more photos, got a picture of their equivalent of the Alcatraz sort of prison, which you can take a boat to, I believe. Probably more in the summer, not sure in the winter. You can take a boat there and check it out, but I didn't do that this time. Do it next time. And I just walked around the old town admiring the little streets, little couple streets, independent shops, trendy cafes. They've got it all. It's fantastic. And because it's not summer, it wasn't that busy. So it's nice to walk up and down the streets. And then checked out my hotel, got in the car, and I drove up to the fortress of Palamedi, which is an absolute must in Nafplyon. €4 Euros entry again. No queue, straight in. And this is even higher than the castle. And this had even better views of the surrounding area. I just could not get over the views. I was there for two hours, just admiring the views, getting more photos. Just insane. Sort of climbing above the fortress, which you can do. And it wasn't too busy with tourists, especially early doors. So we'd probably get there early if want to avoid people. But a fantastic thing to do in Nafplion. From there, I was ready to take the car back to Athens. So I drove back through about four or five tolls. I lost count in the end. I think I forked out about 12 euros just getting back. So annoying. But you got to get used to that in the Greek roads, unfortunately. I got the car back. Nice, safe and sound. And I got dropped off at the metro station at Kuropi. As I said before, get there if you can, it's cheaper. You don't pay nine euros, go from Athens to Central. If you get to Kiropi, one euro 20, you gotta do that. So that's a bargain. So I was expecting to pay nine euros, only pay one euro 20. That trade off kind of pay for the tolls. And I made my way to the Airbnb in Athens, which is in the ammonia area of the metro station, which is kind of between that and Syntagma St. metro station, which is like the main bulk of like, the slightly lesser square of Athens. Lots of shops there, very busy walked from there to my Airbnb took 15 minutes and I went for a trendy coffee in the evening because I was gasping to Thomas Specialty Coffee right next door to my Airbnb I loved it that much that I went back next morning but if you want to know more about that calf that is next week's episode on the Trendy Coffee Podcast check that out on YouTube and get following me if you like you can subscribe today I had an unbelievable cake there actually no two cakes a chocolate tiffin and a caramel shortbread now if you're from the UK you know what they are you cannot buy them or I couldn't find them anywhere in Canada or anywhere else and I could not believe that this guy was serving them to me he spoke English he used to live in London we had a chat unbelievable coffee unbelievable cakes I couldn't believe it which meant next day when I was checking out I was going there for coffee and the same again and I recorded my episode for that for next week's coffee podcast Thomas Specialty Coffee you just have to go cute little cafe fit maybe five people in there nine to ten people outside ice outside and kind of watch the world go by, dreaming. And then, yeah, I went to the airport to catch my flight to London. That was it for my Greece trip. And to summarise in a minute, for Greece, unbelievable trip in terms of in the winter, off-season, had great weather. Never really below 15 degrees, so it's in between 15 and 20 degrees all the time. Hardly any tourists. The only tourists I really saw properly was at the Acropolis, at the Parthenon, in Athens for the first few days. The locals were super friendly and super happy to see you, especially on Carpathos and Kassos, asking why am I there? What am I hoping to see? How can I help them or how can they help me? Swap numbers, details, really like offering to help you in case you need something super, super hospitable, and I will never forget that. Met some great people, they want me to go back next year in the summer, let's see. But things are available to do. Acropolis, Parthenon, renting a car in Carpathos Island, going to Nafplion, Fortress of Paladin, like all these stuff is available to do without booking in advance because no one going there in the off season. No queues. You turn up, you pay your fee, you go in, no one probably in there, you go and check it out. The risk is maybe things like the boat getting cancelled from Kassos to Carpathos. That would have really put me in a bit of a, a lumber, so you maybe need to be a bit more flexible in terms of things like that. And hire cars cheap airbnbs cheap it's just a real easy way to get used to greece the way they do things and it's a great introduction into maybe what could be a chaos summer if you go to some of the main islands in greece or the main areas on the mainland but i loved my trip done a lot of walking a lot of good eating a lot of coffees a lot of reading a lot of sights, a lot of amazing views and some traditional stuff like the village of limpos and karpathos was an absolute highlight I drove, I got out of my comfort zone, got a car out, drove on my own, sampled the Greek drivers, which can be a bit crazy at times. So I'd highly recommend you dip into Greece in the off-season. I can't wait to go back. There's a plethora of stuff to see. So many islands, so many things you can see in Athens. It's just ridiculous. I've barely touched the surface, so I can't wait to get back. Had a brilliant trip. Thanks for tuning in to this episode and the series. Have a great Christmas. And of course, I'll see you on Monday. Cheers.